options, choices, and we get up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't no goddamn what? Any, mini, mini, mo. Let's get it, let's go. If you ain't no what? What? Any, mini, mini, mo. Let's go. And we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Down in the Basement Podcast, where we tell you some of the biggest headlines that went down this week. Um, joining us today is Simon. Hi, hello, what's going on? We got Ricky, the soundboard guy. The one and only. My name is Anthony, and very special guest for today is Sherry. Also goes by the name of... Outdoor ABG. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming. Um, it's actually really funny. Uh, we wanted to do this this in the mind of special episode because I saw that you were doing something really interesting. And it, and it was like, I was like, wow, this is actually super dope. And I wanted to learn more. Um, you mind telling us like what you're doing, what this like outdoor abg like account is or not it's not an account but it's just like, it's like you out here you out here can you give us <laughs> just a little bit of background <laughs> as to like what this is about yeah so honestly i started instagram because i wanted to keep track of like all the cool things my boyfriend and i do um his name is dean so i'll be referring to him quite often <laughs> um so we do a lot of outdoor activities and i always wanted to kind of take a like for me my mind works better when I see photos when I see images and that's how I learn um but it's also how I remember how I felt during a specific moment in my life or like during a specific experience so I wanted to make this Instagram and I was also thinking of doing like a YouTube video like or YouTube channel I already have the YouTube channel I just haven't done anything with it yet um so with Outdoor ABG I wanted to kind of memorialize all of the things that we've been doing um and recently we've actually started living out of a truck um dean just got a f-250 a couple months ago and so we have all of our toys in there so we pack rafts we backpack we bike um everything's in the truck along with like all of our sleeping gear our tents our um our hammocks and everything and so i've been using the instagram to kind of inform all my friends and family like what we've been doing um and kind of just telling stories as we go along our trip and just to remember this time in our life uh so we're trying to live out of the truck for the next year or two what awesome. yeah what yeah. The, the way i saw it is just like she basically said like i'm i'm about to live like a nomadic life and i was like first of all what that mean so i looked it up and then i saw like oh you're just gonna be going around like living life you say you wanted to go see like the aurora lights and like all of that stuff i i, I think crazy. i saw you post something like that and i was like what that's crazy see, what made you want to do that well, I've lived in SF for a really long time, um, and that's where I met Dean. Uh, and we, we moved in together, I think, 
somewhere midway through the pandemic. Um, and we were living in a 680 square foot apartment. Um, like and $5,000. <laughs> oh, very close. <laughs> 3000 yeah. Um, And, you know, we had a lot of gear. We didn't really have a place to put anything. Um, and I think this pandemic really forced a lot of people to think about what they're doing with their lives. Facts. And it just made me realize I didn't want my life to be centered around work. Um, I didn't want to wake up and go to sleep in my office, which I didn't really have enough options in the 680 square foot apartment. Um, Dean still left, so it was kind of nice that we weren't both living in the same s tiny, small space and working out of it. Um, but we, we really started to think like, is this the life that we want to live in a small, tiny box, um, and not be able to really go anywhere? Um, a lot of places were either really crowded, really expensive, um, or really, really far away. So at some point during the pandemic, we just talked and we we're like, okay, we don't want to live here anymore. Um, but what do we do? So Dean had gone on a cross-country road trip with his parents when he was a kid. And his parents basically um, quit their jobs and they had bought a sailboat and they were going to sail to Baja, Mexico. Um, so, gee. The day before, their sailboat broke. Oh they had God. already sold everything. They had already prepared for this trip. And so what they did was they just like, they got a truck and they packed up the whole their whole lives and got a small trailer and went across the country for a Damn. year. That um, must be so free. Yes. Like, like, I think you, you said a really good point earlier. Like, I forget a lot of stuff. I, we've talked about this a lot. It's probably because I don't travel enough. Like you talk about, like, being, a, like, learning things from, like, you know, traveling and, like, being a place, like, you're able to document all these memories and stuff. I forget everything because either I don't travel enough or I just don't document it. But, um... That's dope. That just means like that feels so free. I, I can imagine just to like pack up and go. Yeah. So like that's basically what we're trying to do is like chase that feeling of freedom. Nice. Um. So we decided that, hey, you know, like we don't know where we want to live next. Let's go on this trip and kind of like figure out where we want to be next. It sounds like Dean is just really down. Him and him and his family, <laughs> honestly, like Dean, 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 down. Yeah, Dean right? down as Dean, honestly, like, <laughs> like, bro, like, like his family literally was like, you know what? We just quitting everything. We got a sailboat. We about to just go live on the seven seas, bro. Like we out. And that's it's dope. that's that's hard as hell. Like that is, a, that is a big thing to be able to do. And like I can imagine it could be so like chasing freedom. Like how else do you do that other than? saying fuck it to everything and just be like i'm <laughs> i mean not fuck it i'm not gonna say that but you know just being able to do that that's that's awesome like, Sh sherry be real was it him that was like like hey let's let's just let's just fucking go live like in the truck like let's just go <laughs> let's just go well actually we were gonna get a trailer and then i was the one that was like i don't want to get robbed yeah. <laughs> like yeah uh i don't want to be like the main like a pinpoint for these people i would rather leave, live stealthily just mm. in your truck by itself mm. so we've actually ordered a canopy to put on the back of the truck oh it's that's just dope I super back ordered oh so, really mm. yeah. hell people trying to do the same thing or what yeah like if you look at van prices now you know people doing the van life thing yeah. like the prices of vans have pretty much doubled since pre-pandemic times Jeez. yeah it's mm. pretty bad 
I wonder if that's like a thing about like people wanting to go on more adventures or just like times are getting tough and they just need to like start living out a truck or something. <laughs> I, I think it's a combination of both. Like, mm. I feel like this pandemic, like I said earlier, has really forced a lot of people to Facts. think very differently about the way that they're like living right now. Facts. Yep. No, that's super true. Do you have to quarantine on the road? Um, so we've been in different states with a lot of different mandates. Okay, that's true. Cause yeah. You're like yeah, like it depends on which states, like Montana, Wyoming, we haven't seen a lot of mass mandates there. Okay. Um, except for like in federal buildings and like in airports and stuff. Um, we just got to Colorado last week and in some places in the city, it's more stricter than others. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're traveling basically, right? Mm-hmm. State to state. What are you, what are you seeing? I don't know, on the ground. What do you mean on the ground? <laughs> like over there, like when Just you're out in the dirt. field. I don't know. <laughs> dirt and trees. <laughs> and yeah, you know, you're pretty much right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we wanted to do a couple of different iterations of our rig um, because you're never going to get it right on your first trip. So this first uh, this first loop, we our end goal was to get to Colorado um, because everyone's like, oh, Colorado's awesome. Like, you should go to Colorado. It's, like, great for outdoor stuff. It's, like, cultured, blah, blah, um, So we decided to go there first, but on the way, we started in Washington. So um, we went from Washington to Montana, Wyoming. Um, now we're in Colorado. We're trying to decide whether or not we're going to go to Arizona or we're going to go to Washington afterward. Um, but what we do is we like, we'll stop by different places that we think are interesting. Um, so, so far we've gone to Glacier National Park. We've gone to Yellowstone. Mm. Um, was that we, beautiful? Yes. Yeah. Yellowstone was, it was an experience. Like we kind of almost died there. What? Oh, story <laughs> time. Wait, how'd that happen? <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's such a long story. Oh, we got um, time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we I posted it on Instagram, but it's much better when I tell it like in real life. Okay. Right? Let's go. So um, we got to Yellowstone and we were like, oh, let's go get a campsite. Let's spend the, like, the night in the park. Um, we usually do like dispersed camping, just like free camping, do whatever. There's no toilets or anything. Um, but we wanted to spend a couple of days in Yellowstone. And for us, we don't consider that we've experienced a place until we've actually like spent some time there. Yeah. Um, so we met this guy, he's an older guy, um, in line when we were getting our campsites and he was telling us there's this lake in Yellowstone. It's called Lake Shoshone and it's the biggest backcountry lake in the lower 48 states. So backcountry meaning there's no roads where you can drive into the lake. The only ways to get in is to hike three miles. This is an easy hike, or you can boat to it. So we're like, okay, so we're whitewater kayakers. Let's just like open our boats um, and kayak it. And these kayaks are inflatable. Um, Oh God. So (laughs) we're, they're like really nice whitewater rafts, right? They're not like cheap from Walmart or anything. Um, and so we're like calling the rangers trying to get like campsites and backcountry permits and everything. And they're like, you know, people die in this lake all the time. Red Even- flag number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're like experienced 
people like they're experienced rangers experienced like canoeists that go in and we're like oh we're fine we do white water all the time trust me we've done this before (laughs) we're like it's just a lake whatever um the thing that we didn't really account for was that it's on the continental divide so what that means is that this particular area of the united states gets weather influence from both the west coast and the east coast um so the weather Change, I've never seen weather change so quickly in 24 hours. Um, so we're like, okay, cool. Let's just do it anyway. <laughs> and uh, we get there and we know that the winds pick up around like late afternoon, like around two or three. So we set off around 10, 11. Um, we're going around. There's this lake that's south to Lake Shoshone. And it's called Lake Lewis. There's a channel that connects both of these lakes together. Um, so we started at Lake Lewis, and we were paddling around the perimeter. The wind started picking up out of nowhere. It's like 12 p.m. at this point, right? It's a couple oh, hours man. earlier than it was supposed to be. And so we're like, oh, crud. Um, we're like in the middle of the lake. Like, this is very dangerous. So we did an, ima- an emergency evacuation to shore. Okay. And then we walked our boats about a mile to the channel and we were like pretty safe once we got to the channel um the channel is about three miles long and halfway up the channel uh, we're going against current by the way um so halfway up the channel the water gets really shallow so you have to drag your boats at that point um and you're dragging it through giant rocks, small rocks, and all these rocks are just getting all over your stuff. We have dry suits on. Okay. Um, so we're like- You a guys are totally b- safe. You guys yeah, have the dry suits. Kind of. <laughs> Water shoes? Yeah. Water shoes? Um, we were wearing Tevas, like, you know, the strap shoes. Okay, okay. Over okay. our- Adventure like, sandals. Anthony's got that. <laughs> Anthony's got that. We out that. here. Yeah. We out here. You know, you know. You know. Yeah, I have, like, weird- sandal tans from it but anyway so we were wearing that so these little rocks were just like getting into our sandals and (laughs) Dean was just so pissed off because it was just getting stuck in there and bruising his feet and I I was like really tired so I just got in and he just dragged me part of the way (laughs) oh god down as down as Dean down as Dean bro he gonna trek yeah that's so that's I was thinking about that when you said it earlier, and the acronym would be like DAD. 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 That's dad, bro. Down as D. Outdoor dad. Oh, God. Um, so we finally get to the lake. It's like 6 p.m., and the wind's picked up again. Oh, God. And we're like cold. Like, we're still getting exposed to water. You have a dry suit on, but like when the wind blows, you still get cold. So we're like, okay, we have about an hour and a half to get to our campsite. And it was about like a four or five mile uh, paddle from there. Oh, Um, Oh, God. So the winds were bad. We saw these guys that we had seen before on on the same trip. And so we pulled over. We had some beers to like wait for the wind to die down. Um, And then... We couldn't make it to our campsite. We had 15 minutes left until sunset, so we just pulled over at the first campsite. Um, Otherwise, like, Dean would have gotten hypothermia because he didn't have a lot of extra clothes to change into. And that night, the weather was supposed to get down to 20 degrees. Sheesh. Freezing is 32. (laughs) Oh, hell no. Um, So we pulled over. We, like, played it safe. And then we were like, okay, tomorrow morning, 
we have to cross this lake. This lake is 13 square miles oh at an 8,000 foot square or 8,000 foot elevation. Um, so we're like, okay, let's get up early. Let's cross this lake and then just hang out. Right. We get up at like six or seven in the morning and we paddle to this area where it's called the Narrows. Um, it's where the lake is the, the narrowest point. So that's the safest place to cross just in case the winds come. And the winds came at nine o'clock this morning oh instead man. of like two or three. So <laughs> um, we cross, we get there at like nine, nine thirty ish. And we just like wait out the wind. And we knew there was a storm that was coming, but it wasn't supposed to come for a couple more days. Oh and it was only supposed to rain and be windy. Right. So we get there, we just hang out. We're like, okay, we need a rest day anyway. Um, And we're hoping the next day the winds don't come. But we started thinking of like a backup plan. Like what's going to happen? Like can we boat back or like what's going to, you know, what are we going to do? So our backup plan was backpacking out with our all of our gear. So that that would have been 40 pounds each. Um, So we woke up the next morning. The winds were still really bad. We're like, all right, we can't, we can't paddle out. We need to hike out. So we pack up all our stuff. We go hiking and we realize that like, oh my God, we don't know where the trails are. We know like kind of where it was based on the conversations we had with the ranger. Um, But we didn't, we knew the direction we needed to go in, but we didn't know where the trail was. So we started going into the backcountry, and the forest was a lot more dense than we anticipated. We get back out and we had only gone like a quarter mile. Oh man. So we were like, okay, the winds died down. Let's uh, let's just like inflate our rafts and everything and cross the cross the lake and try to get to. We knew we had to get to a river, and there's a trail that goes along that river, um, and <laughs> so we start putting all our stuff together to raft, and it starts snowing oh hell no what it starts snowing <laughs> what the hell this weather's like okay god <laughs> we're gonna stop you right here <laughs> yeah it starts snowing and oh, my no. hands are starting to freeze oh my god dean doesn't even have like a real hat he has like a fabric beanie um and we're like okay we need to do this really fast before we get like hypothermic so we pack up our rafts and we get into the water and it starts to white out what does that mean so it means that it's snowing so badly you can't see in front of you oh and you no. can't really see in back of you. Oh my God. So we're stuck on this. So we're, we're like trying to hug the shore while we're going so that we don't get lost by like the wind or yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's great. It was so beautiful. <laughs> but at the same yeah. time I was like, Oh my God, I do not have any snow clothes. I don't have any shoes. I don't have any boots. Like, you know, like I have, I have trail runners, which are like hiking shoes. Right. Um, so we we tried a couple of different points along the shore to see if it's the right point. We did three or four until we finally found our exit. And we got out, we pulled up our boats, and we were going to pack up our backpacks to hike out. And Dean looks at me and he's like, do we need to set up emergency shelter so that we can warm up? And I said, no, let's just get the heck out of here, right? And as I'm pulling my boat up, I noticed that like I couldn't feel my toes anymore. I couldn't oh. feel my hands. And I looked at him and I was like, I think we need to stop. Yeah. Let's <laughs> like, build a fire. Yeah. Like we we fires weren't allowed in the backcountry. Nah, girl. You make a fire. <laughs> I don't care what's allowed. This I'm is survival. But everything was wet. So oh, it was you're right, really you're hard right. too. Shit. 
Um, so we stopped. He set up the tent. I like changed out of all my clothes just so I wasn't wet anymore. Mm-hmm. And we like we huddled for about 20 minutes and I wasn't getting any warmer. And one of the first signs of hypothermia is like all your heat is concentrated in your like organs to protect your organs. Mm. And my legs were starting to freeze. Like I couldn't feel them anymore. And he was warming up, so he was fine. But like my arms, like everything, I was like, oh crap. (laughs) Like, what am I going to (laughs) do? So we pack up everything. We're like, let's just, let's just go so that, you know, you get your blood pumping. Um, We're trekking through the snow at this point. We don't know where to go. Mm. And, um, Dean has been reading this like tracking book. He, yeah, it's weird. Fucking but Dean, dude. <laughs> Fucking, hey, Dean's gonna Dean. find a way, bro. Listen, bro. Dean's gonna find a way. I, Be a Dean. We need to, we need to meet this man, dude. What a beast. I met him on Hinge. What, what is Hinge? <laughs> you met him on Hinge. What is Hinge? The, the dating, dating app. app oh, okay, <laughs> that's oh. dope. Down as Dean. Okay, yeah. sorry to interrupt. Oh, no problem. And then he he's been reading this tracking book by Tom Brown. Um, it's basically this guy. It's amazing, by the way. I'll send you the book later. But he read a book on tracking, and he saw, like, measly resemblances of footsteps in the snow. It was basically, like, you know when you you go on sand and you, like, create that little indent in the sand from your heel? Mm -hmm. Um, So he saw that, and I was just like, how did you know those were tracks? Like, it just looks like holes in the ground. Um, and so we, we he's like male about 160 yeah. pounds, no, five foot, he's like five foot seven, size, size shoe seven. And he was eating a sandwich. He was eating a sandwich. <laughs> uh, we got to go over here, babe. Um, that was very close. He was like, oh, you know, like these feet steps look a little bit larger than mine. The gate's a little bit longer. He must be a, like about six, five or so, about oh. like 200 pounds. And I was like, it's a fucking Yeti. Like, Get yeah. out of here. It's a Yeti. <laughs> And it was accompanied by like a set of smaller footsteps. And Mm. so we realized it was probably a man and a woman going Mm. toward the trail and rushing out of the snow when the snow came because they looked pretty fresh. So we followed those footsteps and we also saw a raven. And ravens are known to like lead people to where like civilizations are because they're trying to get food and blah blah. So you'll ravens are so smart, so like ridiculously smart. Those birds are crazy. Mm-hmm. And so we followed this big ass raven and we found the trail. Oh my God. Um, this is where we thought the story was going to end. Oh, no. so <laughs> this wait. is where I you thought guys, it was going to end. have an almost no, died wait, yet? Wait, wait, wait. Oh my God. Okay. She's like, a murder happened with all the crows. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm excited now. Okay. So we get to the trail. We walk about halfway up. I don't feel anything at this point. I'm just like, all right, we're almost to the trail, like three miles till civilization. And we see a guy walking down. We're like, what? Like, who, who's walking into this weather right now? He was decked out in snow gear. Um, he was also rafting, and he already knew that it was snowing. It was perfectly fine if you had the right gear, right? Yeah. Well, we didn't. Um, and he told us the roads were blocked. We were going to hitchhike from the trailhead to our truck, which was 30 miles away. Oh, my God. Um, so we're, like, freaking out at this point. Like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to get out of here? And at that point, I just kind of, like, was like, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to keep walking. And then if I have to walk another 30 miles, I'll just do it. So we keep walking. We get to the trailhead. She's the, down. They had opened the roads again. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the first car that saw us, they stuck out their heads and they're like, do you guys need a ride? Um, 
And they took all of our stuff. They drove us 30 miles and we got out of that park so fast. Wow. Wait, they, so you guys were carrying all your equipment through this? Yeah, it was about 40 pounds, bro, yeah. each. Mm-hmm. It oh, was oh it was God. our pack rafts, which are about like all our whole pack rafting setup is about 15 pounds. Wow. We had our food, we had our water, we had our tents, we had our fishing poles. Um, we weren't planning on hiking out, yeah. you know, so, but we would be able to if we had to. Did you guys leave anything behind or was it like everything? No, you have to pack out everything you bring in. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Oh my it's gosh. All essentials, Sherry. right? Yeah. Like that's. Sherry, what the hell? So I'm glad to be here. <laughs> We're glad you're here too. God damn. Crazy. Oh my God. Okay. This is actually a perfect lead into like one of the questions. Cause this sounds like a, like a pretty crazy story, but I wanted to ask you like, what was one of the most like what, least favorite moments that you've had, like on your adventures? Like this definitely sounds like a top contender. Would you say this was like probably like one of the worst moments you've had or <laughs> I, is there like stories on stories? Um, I don't actually consider it a bad memory. Okay. Sure. I mean, you yeah. made it out alive, right? I mean, yeah, it's like being that close to death or not really. It makes death. you feel alive. Oh, you yeah, makes you feel alive, right? the fire. I'm like, what, what state was that in? That was in Yellowstone oh, in Wyoming. Okay. Wyoming. Yeah. Wyoming. Yeah. It, is, it isn't snowing there. anymore, okay. I don't think. Damn. I yeah, it sounds like you guys got it all during that day. Yeah, that we got really nuts. lucky. Was that like recent or was that like a... That like... was about a week ago. Oh, my God. Wait, really? Yeah, that was a week ago. Oh, my God. It, it wasn't supposed to snow. Um, the snow came in super early, and so um, everyone was really unprepared for it. Roads were closed and everything. So when we were trying to leave Yellowstone, we couldn't even leave through the normal exit because it was all closed. So we had to like, drive south and then drive all the way back, and we went through Idaho, and then we went back into Wyoming to Colorado. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so that's fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's fresh. She has a, a nice picture on her Instagram to go with it of just the forest she was in and the little is that yellow tent the guy the one you guys Yeah, it's yeah. not even a tent, it's a tarp. Oh. Yeah, a we tarp. have an insert in it and yeah, it's not a stable. Well, it's pretty stable. I trust my life. <laughs> you mentioned uh you mentioned that you, you had to take your food. Like what what does that look like? Like if you're oh. traveling or like all like is it like spaceman food like or is it like like real food um it depends on who you ask i guess okay for you <laughs> it's kind of like college kid okay. food gotcha. it, it's pretty much like freeze-dried fruits okay um we we don't like there's like um there's like backpacking food that you can bring we don't like to do that okay um so we usually do like some kind of cheddar broccoli instant rice um with some tuna or like some meat on this trip we actually tried something new we brought a whole raw onion okay and we're out there making soup (laughs) onion soup yeah like onion um onion soup with i can't remember what we did it oh with pasta i think yeah, so it's basically like a chicken noodle soup. Nice. <laughs> you know, was have you ever seen those like TikToks or the videos of this guy who literally just goes to the forest and like cooks up a whole like l- yummy ass looking meal like in the forest, just like with his like with his just yeah, flip bro. switch, like just like cutting stuff up, just just like grilling it all on a fire he made and stuff like that. You ever seen that? Yeah, we've seen 
We've seen a lot of that. Um, I watch a lot of those YouTube videos. Taki is like one of them. Um, I think there's this guy named Matt where he just, he like posts up his camera and he just does things at yeah. camp. Is it, is it him with I the dogs? Yeah, I've seen so. that yeah. one. Yeah. That one's sick. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. It looks good as hell. Dude, everything looks good whenever it's like that fresh. Like everything, even including like the background, the nature. Like, yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? That man forged his own knife there and then used it to cut up his tomatoes. Like, yeah, true. It's pretty sick. I can't believe that was a week ago, Sherry. That's I crazy. Uh, yeah. I thought yeah. it was like years. Like, yeah, really, like, I thought it was oh, like oh, way past that. When, oh, when, no. <laughs> when did you start the whole like experience? Um, like, just like living out the, the truck? We started. We left San Francisco at the end of July. So we'd been doing like a lot of shakedown trips in August, like shorter trips to get our gear ready. Um, and then we started this longer trip, I think early September. Mm. So it's been a couple weeks now. Okay. It's kind of just starting out. Yeah. We're already like, oh, we already hate our like cooking setup. <laughs> we hate our sleep setup. We're going to change all of this like in our next iteration. Girl, I'm saying because like I don't even like camping because I got to <laughs> sleep on the ground like that. It's so uncomfortable. Like my girl loves camping and I just be like, I just want a cabin, bro. Like I want a bed. Yeah, like bro. I'll be like that. But I like cat. I like camping until it's actually time to go camping. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then it's like, all right, tomorrow's camping. I'm like, shit. How do I bail? <laughs> yeah, what do I do? Like, <laughs> I saw a picture that you're at that you were at Henry Cope Park. That's in uh, Morgan Hill, right? Yeah. Me and Anthony almost died there. What? Yeah. We did. Anthony and I almost died there. It was our first time we ever wanted we ever went camping. It was with my high school friends. Um, shout out to Astrid, Danny, all of y'all. Um, yeah, we we were like driving. We almost died twice there. Did we almost? Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah, crazy story time from us. We ain't no outdoor ABGs, but um, we were we were going to our campsite and we were in a car. It was me, Anthony, our friend Gina, and some other guy in the back. I forgot his name. And then um, we were going too fast down this cliff, not knowing it was a it was a two way, but you have to be really slow so you could let people pass. And then as we were turning around in the corner, the, the car we were following stopped hella quick. And then our driver decides to like swerve to the right off the cliff. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> off the cliff? I'm saying off the cliff. I'm like, why are you doing this? I'm teeter-tottering off the side of the cliff. I'm on the I'm riding shotgun, literally looking down at my demise, praying that this isn't my last life. Because I was like, what, how old were we? Like 20? We, yeah, were like, we were pretty young. We Very were pretty young. young. I was too young to die. I had not experienced <laughs> EDC. I had not I had not done nothing. And I was like, nah, this can't be it, bro. And everyone was freaking out. I'm like, calm down. I, I had a Dean moment. I was like, chill. Everybody get out that way. Get out towards the cliff. Boop, boop, boop. And we ended up getting out. We, we literally, they literally had to close down that whole road to get to the campsites because of us. Oh, my God. They had to bring a tow truck, but the tow truck was too big. It wouldn't come through. Some oh bullshit. It was a whole ordeal. The girl's dad, who actually, she was the driver. Her dad ended up coming. Everyone was like, sorry, like, we got to do some special stuff. And he's like, nah, fuck that. And he goes, he hooks the car up, and he's like, all right. I'm going to get inside. You're going to pull the truck. And when I say three, we're both going to floor it. And I'm going to come up off the cliff with the car. They were like, you're a madman. 
but let's do it. The whole time. It's Dean the whole time. Behind you. Hey, that's that's the new that's the new model right there, bro. Dean mentality, bro. That's what you go in. No, but yeah, bro. We ended up getting out there, so we survived that. Second time we almost died was we were hiking at Henry Co Park. It's a beautiful park. You like it? I liked it. She that didn't, didn't like sound it. so reassuring, <laughs> like Sherry. Yeah, I got a story for after. Uh, okay, so second time we died, we decided to go down to this watering hole called China Hole. China Hole it. was dope. You seen it? Yeah. It was nice, right? It's like it's cool. I don't know if um, I don't know if it's weathered out or whatever, but yeah, China Hole was cool. We went there, had a good time, but the hike there was like gruesome. And on the hike back, it was so hot. We were like dying. We ran out of water. We started getting dehydrated and we literally just like it was a mission to get back. Like I really didn't think I was going to make it. I think I was going to die right then and there. But we finally found a campsite and we asked these random strangers if we could like get some other water because we were about to die, bro. Straight up. See, I don't have any stories about me dying. Black people just don't put ourselves. In yeah, I know. You, you don't. This is what happens. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I did. I feel left out. I don't have a story to tell you guys. But You don't feel alive, bro. Oh, I feel you haven't very lived. much alive. You have, not, you have not lived till you almost died, bro. <laughs> that is straight, that's some bars. That's, that's some bars. Some, <laughs> hey, wise words coming in like a bit. That's my wise words. But yeah, I'm just saying. What's your story about Henry Cole, what happened? We went biking there. Ooh. Um, we don't have mountain bikes. We have gravel bikes. So they're like right in they're good enough for a road and good enough for like elementary entry level like mountain biking. So you know how steep and you yeah. know like how deep uh, how steep those hills are. So we're going down one of the hills to exit and my brakes weren't working. Oh, no. Oh, God. Um, and I replaced my brakes shortly afterward because I realized they weren't working. <laughs> um, good so good thing I went on that trip, right? Um, so we're going down this hill, and at you know when you're doing something that extreme, you just got to commit to it at that point. So I was holding on to my um, handlebars <laughs> really aggressively. like I couldn't feel them anymore, and I was getting really scared because I couldn't stop. And they have giant boulders on the way down. And so I was just like, oh, I'm just going to go through it. Okay, cool. So it happened multiple <laughs> times. And then there's a turn. Oh, my God. And my bike was just sliding all, sliding all over the place. Oh, Dean's man. behind me. And he's like, this girl's going to die. Like, she's going <laughs> ham. And I just couldn't really steer. I wasn't even, like, trying to slow down because I couldn't slow down. And I almost ate really bad shit on those hills. And Dean's behind me. He couldn't stop either. His brakes were working. So that's how extreme, like, the, these yeah. hills were. And he ran over a He snake. said, my girl not going through this alone, <laughs> bro. We, we going, we in, bro. <laughs> yeah, we get off and we're just, like, shaking at that point. But we felt so alive. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you there people you are. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you mean, you people, you Simon? people. Nothing. Bro. <laughs> I just feel left out, bro. That's really all it is. That's dope, though. I mean, Let's go camping, bro. For real. So I can have a story about near-death experiences? Hey, bro. I just, I'm just saying. Listen, honestly, maybe I'd need to, right? <laughs> Open up my, my spectrum. What about bit. glamping? Glamping? What's glamping? It's like fancy camping. It's like, like a camping. See, then I feel like a bitch. Like, I'm, like, I'm glamping. And people are going to be like, oh, you're not really camping. You <laughs> How know? about you start out with pooping in a hole? 
I can yeah. do that. That's the beginners, that. huh? That's yeah. the beginner. I remember my first time. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> weird. It's very weird. Like not having anything to just rest your butt upon. Like you're just like out there, like, bro. So, like little segue side you, story. I had like this weird phase in my life where I would like go outside and piss every day instead of using the bathroom. I don't know Even though you had a perfectly literally, good I would I I was in the front bedroom of my house and I would literally go outside to pee instead of going to the bathroom. Like See, at three a.m. in the morning, two a.m. Like I'd wake up, go to outside, piss, and come back in the same spot. Like like a fucking dog, yeah. <laughs> <That's> some, <laughs> hey, honestly, yeah, I think some, I think that's the beginning step. I think that's even more beginner than like pooping. Like it's like you're realizing <laughs> like I need crazy, to be bro. the, the <laughs> inner you, you. Like the inner you is actually uh, like I need to be out here. So like, I need I need to throw a little bit of context into this. It wasn't just like I had a bathroom next door to me. It was like <laughs> all the way on the other side of the house, and like. I live like kind of like in right in the beginning of the front entrance. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go all the way through all the other rooms to go to use the bathroom. So uh, outside. And like I live next to like a cornfield. So I just pissed by the cornfield. Ah, uh, <gasps> So you were lazy. <laughs> Is oh that my God. <laughs> they sold the corn to somebody? Corn? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. They're like, this shit tastes like piss. <laughs> That would suck. Dude, Hella pissed field. off. All they right, were just. Right, let me <laughs> but I mean, don't guys pee outside all the time? Yeah, it's easy, bro. You just. Whip it out and piss, bro. We good it's for not. girls. I could understand why it'd be so hard. It's to a do whole that. thing. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a whole. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole thing. So I didn't mean to stray away, but yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of campy. I pee outside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Adventurous. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed outside. <laughs> outside. I've gotten a couple trees hey, in I'm, my day. I'm outside. Outside. You know what I mean? No, uh, but <laughs> you ain't, you ain't Asian backpacking girl. I'm not. I'm not. Here, what is your favorite place that you've been to on your adventure? Yes. Um. I feel like we haven't been enough places yet. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I really liked Montana. Like, okay. I surprisingly really like Montana. And being from, eh. like, what? <laughs> that's a, that was an ant joke. Don't oh, know. okay. <laughs> he does that. He does that. Excuse our friend. Excuse my friend. Excuse my friend, Montana. Excuse him. Like, I feel like being from the Bay, people don't really know what states are like outside of, like, New York True. and yeah, California. Yeah, Republican. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, you know, these these people are out to get you. Like, my, um, like, Dean's cousin, she's adorable. She's great. She's just like, oh, you know, these people are out to eat you. And mm. I was like, no, no, you just got to get exposed, right? Um, Montana was actually really beautiful. Um Everywhere was so clean, really so clean. I feel like there's not much to do out there. Yeah, though. I feel so like it's very like. It, is it was it very just flat? No. I feel like Montana's flat. It has mountains. mountains. Yeah, yeah, it has mountains. They're smaller. They're like I think they're uh, mountains and glacier were about like anywhere between eight to eleven thousand elevation. Okay. Um, so it's not like huge, but they have some mountains. There's a lot of fly fishing. Mm. Which is really fun. We got a whole new fly fishing setup. Um, fly fishing is when you catch flying fish. Stop it, Anthony. You are so <laughs> close. Like, I don't even have the detail, heart to correct detail. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, it's fishing, but you have waders on, and you get into the like the rivers, um, and you have like a really light fishing pole, and you're constantly you're like very active. Instead of like just fishing, like putting your pole, like putting your line in and just waiting, uh. you're actively like trying to trick the fish into thinking your um your bait fish. is something that they can eat so you're just fishing on the fly pretty much yeah, yeah basically yeah, yeah. catching some uh, fly yeah. ass fish yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> 
should have called that. <laughs> yeah, go fishing on the fly. Um, Montana, huh? Montana. Montana's been really nice. I think so far in if our goal is to find a place to live. Okay. Um, and so far in the last couple of months, we visited Alaska. We went on an expedition there mm. in June, um, to the north of the Arctic Circle. Um, so driving. Oh, uh, so we f- we drove. We flew into Anchorage, we drove to Fairbanks, and then from Fairbanks, we drove the Hall Road above the Arctic Circle, and then we got taken on a biplane, so it only carried like two people, uh-huh. in addition to the pilot, and we got dropped off in a random place in the Arctic. So, is it is it true it's always day over there, or like it looks like it's always day? In the summer, like they have a month where it's just like 24 hours of daylight. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, it, that oh my God. Lit. Oh. Were you there during that time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, like I am super allergic to mosquitoes. Okay. Um, Like I'll show you guys pictures later, but my face swells up when I get stung or like bitten. My body swells up like it's it turns into bruises. Oh, wow. Um, And I would say this is like the most romantic moment I've ever had with Dean so far. We had a... Um, a tarp again and we didn't have an insert this time because we couldn't find one it was back ordered we're like oh it's not too bad we have like mosquito nets and like clothes whatever we we do this a lot apparently Uh (laughs) (laughs) um and like on the way up to getting to the biplane to get dropped off at our location we were camping off of the hall road and there was like all this gravel on the ground where we were camping and we had lined our tarp with a bunch of rocks so that mosquitoes wouldn't come in and think of like this is 24 hours of daylight we're pretty much getting like delusional at this yeah. point yeah and we're like what time is it like is it nighttime and we just keep constantly seeing mosquitoes come in and we're trying to close up all the holes. We did it like three times and we realized that the eggs were hatching inside our tent. Oh my God. Yeah. So I remember like waking up every 30 minutes and just like clapping them dead. Like I didn't even care anymore. There were like (laughs) dead mosquitoes all over the place. And I remember looking into Dean's eyes and we're just like, when is this going to (laughs) end? Like, is it over yet? And it's daylight and we just don't know what's going on. Or we're like mentally, emotionally just out of it. But it was a great trip. That's nuts. <laughs> I don't know how That's it, I the most be romantic, able to do huh? it, bro. Like, imagine it's 9 p.m. and it's daylight. Like, yeah, I'd be feeling like I'm on shrooms or something. That'd be weird, bro. It was beautiful, though. Yeah, I mean, I imagine yeah. so. <laughs> I imagine so. <laughs> but damn, so positive. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like you have to be positive doing like what you do, right? Because like, no matter whatever happens, like you just got to keep on pushing through it. Like, I mean, as we just heard with the Yellowstone story and. You know, Alaska, like, some real shit. I think it takes a certain kind of, it takes certain kind of people to do that. Yeah, morale is, like, a big thing. Once that kind of goes downhill, you can't, you just can't push yourself. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't have that attitude of, like, quitting or, like, giving up when you're outdoors like that. No. Like, I don't feel like you could do that. Like, and that's, like, I've had those moments where, you know, I've been out maybe camping, doing something, and it's, like, shit you know this has gone wrong like well are you going to like you know nut up and like take care of it or are you gonna let it get to you like what's the choice and you can shut up yeah you gotta just you gotta just nut up like you can't like worrying like 
being mad like you got to put all that aside and just focus on like the task like we'll figure this out what do we got to do Dean mentality. Dean mentality. Dean mentality. We gotta just go in. (laughs) No, yeah, because there's honestly been a lot of 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 times where, um, like I heard about. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get too morbid, um, but there was like a story out in Wyoming. I I probably Wyoming. I don't know. Was it the Gabby Petito? That's actually that's current. What's going on right now? That's really sad. Yeah. That's super sad. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like, you, yeah, you got to be careful who you're going out with. I feel like you're in good hands for sure. Like, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> honestly, I, w- I want my own Dean <laughs> straight up. I'm going to get hinged, see what's up. <laughs> don't get no fucking Brian, whatever his face is. Fucking. Kevin Nguyen. Yeah, dude. What's that? Just a Kevin Nguyen. There's so many Kevin Nguyens. Over there? <laughs> Everywhere. Oh. Damn. Damn. Kevin's. Kevin Nguyen. Kevin Nguyen. It just doesn't sound trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I don't know. Hey, if we have any Kevin Nguyen's listening. Don't hate. I don't, I don't think this is you. I think there's a lot of bad Kevin Nguyen's out there. So I was actually thinking about this couple out in, um, what's it called? Uh, down south, like SoCal, Joshua Tree. There was a couple in Joshua Tree. I think they were friends, but they had gotten lost in the woods and they decided to like commit suicide. And what? I was like, what? yeah. Like in Joshua just, Tree, there are even trees tree. there. I think I remember. Yeah, facts. I think we talked about it on the pod. I think yeah, that was that was some uh, that was a weird. Yeah, that it was, was a weird. while ago, but it was weird. It was like they they got lost somewhere down by Joshua Tree, like somewhere there was like a hiking trail, like a forest out there, and they got lost, and then like they decided to just like kill and themselves, it, yeah. like they yeah, and I was just like man, like I. Ain't no way, boy. Yeah, like I'm. You're probably getting delusional. Yeah, like, no yeah, facts. And dehydrated. That's crazy. Dang. Have you know. like, like when you were talking about like being safe and stuff? Like, have you ever like been in a situation like, oh shit? Like, do you guys even keep like tasers and stuff like that? Like, do you have protection when you guys are, like out? Oh, Dean, stay strapped. Bro. I'm sure. Oh, hey, sure. Let me tell you, I'm just. Kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not legal. That's not legal in some states, and we ain't trying to put no one on blast. Um, we're perfectly legal. We have bear spray and we have two rifles in the truck. Um, have, have you seen a bear yet? Yeah, yeah, we've seen a couple, um, but not so nonchalant, not in dangerous okay. distance. God, you just have to know exactly what to do for the different types of bears. This is perfect because we just had a freaking moment earlier, a couple episodes ago, where we're like, "What do you do when a bear is like by you? What do you yeah. do?" Um, let me see if I can get this right. Cause I asked Dean every single time, like, okay, what do I need to do if it's a black bear and a grizzly bear? So grizzly bears are larger than black bears. Um, but black bears can climb trees. Mm. So, um, I can't remember what the rhyme is like. Yeah. I can't remember what the rhyme is, but, um, if you are in close proximity to a bear, so the first thing you do is we want to be preventative. Um, so when you're hiking in the back country, you want to make noise and you want to know these, you want to let these animals know that, um, you're there. Mm. So it's not just bears. It's also like during mating season, elk will get like bucks. Um, they'll get very aggressive. And yeah. if you get in their way, they will like not 
be very friendly well, with you and they like will have moose. sex with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they'll do something. Let to me you. buy you a drink. <laughs> Let me buy you a drink. What's up? <laughs> they won't buy you dinner. Okay. <laughs> um, so you want to make a lot of noise so these animals know that you're coming and they'll just keep away from you. Um, that's when like a lot of people get attacked is because they're too quiet. Uh, um, the next thing is if you come into like distance with a bear, you want to make yourself big. You want to be really loud. Um, they'll start like kind of freaking out a little bit, but if you happen to get a really aggressive bear, there's only a couple of things you can do. If it's a grizzly, you can try to climb a tree. Uh, um, if it's a black bear, they can climb trees. So mm. you're kind of SOL there. Um, if it gets to like a point where they're really close and they aren't backing off, um, you need to just fight them or play dead. Let's bro. go. Let's go. We <laughs> throwing hands, bro. I told we you. Throwing hands. I'm the big bear here. Hey. Like that's me. Big, right? big dog, bro. Yeah, bro. You got to. They're big. They're someone's gonna. Feet, someone's bro. gonna piss on them. <laughs> Straight up. Piss on them. Wait, wait. Corn. Wait. Yeah. She said. She said thirteen feet. Fourteen. Fourteen for oh, a full size grizzly. Taller than a basketball hoop. Hey, I'm a dunk on that motherfucker. Best yeah, believe, bro. bro. I ain't playing. That is huge. That is actually big. ridiculously big. I didn't know they were that big. Yeah, That's grizzlies insane. are large. Um, and you saw like one like that big, or just like no? Okay. We I think we saw like baby grizzlies. Okay. Yeah, they're crossing the street, and if if they do that at national parks, um, and rangers see them, they'll just stop all the traffic, and people get out of the cars and like, oh my god, what's going on? Um, but that's the first time I've seen a bear. I surprisingly didn't see any in the Arctic. Um, okay. so they're they're out there. So just make yourself known. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. So this is something that we've we've gone over here on on this podcast. Who would win in a fight? Do you think a bear, a grizzly bear, or or a silverback gorilla? Ooh, I don't know, but I'd love to see that. Okay. <laughs> when you say the Arctic, what do you mean? Like, like where you were in Alaska, and then you went the north. We were about ten miles away from the North Pole. Oh my God! Really? You could have seen Santa. So, is yeah. there anything there other than just ice? Like, um, what's going on over there? You see elves? Penguins? <laughs> Did you see a penguin? No. Anthony loves penguins. I think they only live because in of Antarctica, so the South Pole. <laughs> yeah, you guys oh. are thinking about Antarctica like, and the North Pole are like two different things. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know my poles, bro. My fucking bad. This is why we have outdoor ABG here, dog. Yeah, God. Um, so th- you get to a certain point, the further north you go, where trees don't grow anymore. Yeah. So it, it just kind of looks like the plains. Like, have you guys been to the Grand Canyon at all? Yeah, I want to. Um, yeah. So if you've been to the Grand Canyon, you know, like the tundra is like pretty flat. It's empty. There's like mountains and stuff, but there's no trees or bushes or anything. It's kind of like that. It's like mm. a desert, like a like a winter desert. Okay. Um, ice desert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's some ice, and like it depends on when you go. Um, when we went in January or in June, the Ice was starting to melt, but there was still there was still ice during our river rafting trip. Um, so there were sections where we had to like go through the ice, and it's really dangerous. Um, like during the season, like the season between when the ice melts uh, between like spring slash winter to summer, there's this thing called off ice. Um, I can't remember what language that's from, but it's basically when the ice is melting. Over, like the ice forms over the river and um 
basically when the summer comes, the ice is starting to melt, but there's running water underneath. Oh, that sounds um, cool. So it's really dangerous. And the week before we got there, we were supposed to actually run a different river. Um, but the week we got there, the week before we got there, this guy was actually caught in the off ice oh, no. for like three miles and he barely made it. So wow. imagine like rafting down a river and then having this like ice bridge over you that lasts for God knows how long. Oh, hell so no. he had three miles and he was just getting air from like air pockets oh, no. and he was lost for so long that they started calling body retrieval. Um, and so he, he, he ended up making it out. So he was under the ice. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like under the ice and between the water and the ice and some air pockets. Um, if when he was lucky, he caught some air and at the end of the like two or three miles, he finally was able to get out. All his clothes were ripped. His dry suit was ripped. Oh my God. He walked into camp and he was like, basically hypothermic at that point. He's like, I've never felt more alive. Exactly. Ah! <laughs> There's no way you have that. Ain't that. no way, boy. I live without that shit. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> ah! You feel super saane at that. I was just thinking bro, that. Bro, you think I would be afraid of anything after that, bro? Yeah. I'll give up. I'll go up to anybody at the club like what's up <laughs> bro nothing could stop me after that that's crazy yeah that's yeah. insane so we didn't go on that river yeah oh, that's <laughs> dean was i ain't down for that one yeah, dean, <laughs> no. dean, dean's a smart man that's maybe crazy. not <laughs> have you ever seen the uh the the aurora borealis lights though no i think i want to see them i was just we were where were we um i think we were we were in montana at the museum of the rockies it's a wonderful museum um it's they have like dinosaur bones like real dinosaur bones everywhere and you know they found they've actually found dinosaur bones in almost every county in montana um, which is insane, right? right? Yeah, that like when you go to Yellowstone, you're like, this is exactly the kind of environment you would picture dinosaurs to be in. Yeah, that's insane. It was so cool. Um, what if Yellowstone took out the dinosaurs, actually, when it's <laughs> not like an actual asteroid? Because Yellowstone got the power to do It was some. the volcano, right? It's, it's like a really big is, volcano, It's a super right? volcano right isn't now. It's, isn't it like active, too? Like it is literally key? active, and like it literally, I mean, it's not going to happen today or tomorrow. Hopefully not, right? Knock on wood. But <laughs> I mean, there is like, if that shit blows up, bro, We're a done. lot of stuff oh, is yeah. done. We're done. Yeah. Like, I think most of the world would yeah. be done. So like, yeah. I'm just saying. Mm. It could, I mean, I mean, the theory is the comet, but yeah, you're right. That'd be crazy. It's a crazy thing. That is crazy. Between Montana and Alaska, which one do you prefer we should visit? Um, I think you guys would really like Alaska. Like, oh. before I got there, I thought... Do you know me? Oh, my God. Oh I was just God, like, God. everyone lives in igloos. Everyone's yeah. an Eskimo. You know, like, stupid, ignorant stuff like that. Um, but when I got there, I was actually surprised that you know, politically, they're very libertarian, so they don't okay. really care about yeah. what you are or what you, you know. There was a cat that was a mayor. <laughs> I haven't heard Excuse of that. Me? Yeah, what? yeah. There, there was a, a there's a cat that's a mayor in Alaska. <laughs> what <laughs> of what town? <laughs> uh, let me check a quick Google's. Talkeetna was a cat who was the mayor of Talkeetna, Alaska from 1997 until 2017. That's hard. Wait, did hey. he just die? Is yeah, like three, oh four God. years ago, bro. It was, the cat was 20 years old. What's Talkeetna? the population of that town? 
Um, four cats. Like yeah, four it's cats. Four, it, it was the it was the mayor of a cat town. Uh, let's, let's see. Population was eight hundred and seventy six. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh my god. That's Jeez. hilarious. Fun fact. That's crazy. Yeah. Take Ricky on your expeditions. Fucking give you some fun facts, dude. Yeah. Dang, that cat probably did a better That's job. That's your fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> a lot of mayors. <laughs> facts. <laughs> that is crazy. They said he was the perfect mayor. The perfect. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We like to have fun out here. <laughs> Down in the basement. <laughs> Do you think you could survive naked and afraid? I honestly had never watched Naked and Afraid until earlier today when you sent me the questions. And I was like, okay, I know the premise of the show, but... Like, I haven't actually seen it. So I watched an episode. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, you know, honestly, probably. But there's this other there show called Alone. Have you guys seen Alone? Oh, yeah. That one is, that is horrible. <laughs> that, yeah. Because it's just you by yourself trying to survive for, like, it's just as much as you can, right? You, it's like a competition. Yeah. Talk you about it. You basically are dropped off in, in like, I think they dropped off people in Patagonia one year, oh, man. and the weather's pretty insane there. I th- I thought that was a that was a crazy episode because um so they drop you off they drop off like ten contestants you get to pick ten items that are approved by um the show, and so you get into this area and you can't wander off for more than a certain proximity from that area, and you have all your filming equipment so there's no film crew. You have to film everything, and you your goal is basically to outlive all of your opponents or like outstay all of your opponents. Okay. Yeah. So it's like Hunger Games. Um, kind of, but you're not, not killing each yeah. other. You're, you're, yeah. Jesus. you're like you're like competing with each other, but unknowingly. So like. You could stay out there for like half a year, but everyone already quit after the first month. So like you pretty much just stayed an extra five months for nothing. <laughs> you, no, you actually win in that case on that month plus one day. Oh yeah, they let you know, right? Yeah, they let like they fly in your um your closest person or whatever to tell you that you won. Mm. But I think in the newest season, you have to get to a hundred days. At least, yeah. With yeah. nothing, just like you put, they put you somewhere. You gotta. F- you have ten items oh, <laughs> that are yeah. approved, but oh yeah, that's right. You said it, that. It kind of sucks, so. Ten items, <laughs> but like if you think about it, you're like, ten items. What do I bring? Exactly. Yeah, my phone, my charger. Like you can't use. What are you gonna charge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you gonna do with it? <laughs> what do? Solar yeah, charger. I'm just not made for that, man. That's he calls me, "Hey, Ricky, what you doing, bro?" <laughs> yeah, on Facetime. I just, yeah. hey, I just cooked up this fly ass fish, bro. <laughs> This shit was crazy. Yeah, there bro. was this guy that came on, and he, after like two hours, like, this is not what I expected. And then he called emergency, and he like left. <laughs> after two hours? Yeah, like two, three hours or something. Hey, at least, I'm going to make it a day, bro. At least. Yeah. I'm going to make it at least a day, just because I ain't trying to come back. Talk That's about. That's what you say yeah, right? until you hear the cougars. I've met hey, some cougars hey, in Los oh, Gatos, bro. Hey, it's nothing. I ain't scared of no cougars. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome them. That's actually pretty terrifying. Have you seen a cougar? No. Just bears? Um, I've seen bears recently. Bison, elk. Uh, we saw a wolf oh. in, in the Arctic. Oh, it was just like... No. It was, we were on a gravel bar and it was on a cliff on top of us. And he was just like scoping us out. He would peek over the cliff, look at us, go back, walk down 
a little bit down the cliff and look at us again and Dude. then just keep looking at us and i was like oh my god i'm gonna die here we're about to get retrieved right now and i'm gonna die Dude, <laughs> i would love to be like in a pack of wolves so. was it alone or was it, it was alone that's what we think yeah. bro because well, from he what we can see yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he's like hey, they might over here. <laughs> that's <laughs> the scout like, there's six of them and they smell good <laughs> that's crazy oh sure yeah I, I never thought that you would be doing all this when we were in sixth grade you know what i'm saying like I never thought you would be out here doing it like that. But you make me, I'm not going to lie, you kind of make me want to go on some more adventures. Me too. Low like, key, like, honestly. Feel alive. I don't feel alive right now, <laughs> dude, even though I'm here breathing. Because <laughs> I'm looking at your pictures on Instagram, and it's just, like, beautiful landscapes, like, just nature. And when you're when you're out from, from like, all technology and stuff, Facts. like, it, it really is a, it's a difference. You know, it's, you, you definitely feel more in tune with earth and and yeah the way i would do it you know what i'm saying I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah I'm, I'm you get down there. to like the more primitive stuff Facts. like you know like you just need water food and shelter right. and we get so caught up in all of the materialistic things we get distracted like oh i want a new purse i want a better purse i want yeah. a new car i want a better car but like that doesn't really improve your quality of life right like like how how easy it is how easy is it to feel happy these days like it's That's it's really hard right but when you're out there you're like you eat crappy food and you feel alive yeah. <laughs> that's fast. damn that's some real ass shit right there that's bro cuz at one point you're just like i just want to stop hiking and that would make me happy you like, know what i mean i just want to be around a fire relaxing and that would make me happy and it's rather than getting 50 kills on war zone and you're like you know whether it be you know (laughs) whatever it is dude that this materialistic that's crazy that's a really good point i mean we still have our switches okay yeah yeah. (laughs) like occasionally yeah um we we really like this game called stardew valley oh yeah yeah eventually we want our own homestead and we're basically modeling it after our stardew valley farm okay (laughs) what's a homestead um, basically we want like a l- parcel of land where we can raise our own animals. Um, nice. we'll eat them. We'll know exactly where they're from, how they were raised and stuff like that. Um, like cows and chickens and like pigs. And we'll have like a greenhouse or like a garden where we get all of our vegetables is basically being able to self-sustain. Yeah. Um, you, wouldn't that be harder to eat? Like an animal that you like, man, I fuck with you. Like, I know you. I know what you like. I know, you know, I know when your good days are. Yeah. I feel like it'd be harder, right? Especially if you name them. Yeah. You, better you can't name them. You got to name them. Breakfast, lunch, Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You got to name them, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to cry. Like, I yeah. cry for any of, the, like, any of that kind of stuff. Um, but you raise them for the purpose of, you know, you give them a good life. True. And at the end of their life, this is, you know, the time. Like Absolutely. they can't really enjoy life that much more at a certain point anyway. That's true. Um, so that's how I've kind of like s- started thinking about it. But I know that you, you like start building these bonds with these animals. Um, but that like kind of puts you closer to your food, right? True. Like you appreciate it. You eat exactly. every part of the animal, exactly. even the bones. Like you yeah. make bone broth or something. You appreciate that this animal like lived and is giving its life to you that's true i mean if you compare it to what what's really happening right now right i mean you got 50 and like a 600 you know what i mean like they're all just packed up into one yeah and it and that's the messed up part like these slaughterhouses these chicken farms it's like cruelty you know whereas like 
hunters and that's why i've changed my perspective on hunting because hunters the ones that do it right and don't just go like trophy hunting or anything like that they go hunting for the purpose of buying or or actually like eating the animal in its entirety and killing it in a way that's not torturous it's not bad for the animal because you want to preserve them at their like best so you have to know how to kill them and also know how to use its full like body you know what i mean yeah and don't yeah. go for kids stuff like like or yeah, like baby true. animals and yeah they're like rules that. So, you know what i mean so that that changed my perspective but that's some real stuff yeah there's this um guy named steve ranella he has a netflix show called meat eater and it follows him and like his buddies and they go hunting and it, it shows you the whole process. Like they track the animal for a couple of days or like a week and then they go and they hunt it. They like um, they kill it and then they they do all these things to it. And you just see from beginning to end like how this stuff happens and you just feel closer. And I feel like a lot of people nowadays are just so removed from their food yeah. and they don't realize like what's going on um, or like where their food has been. And so, uh, it just like gets you closer and it like really makes you appreciate and be grateful for the meal you have. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Damn. That's facts. That is facts. That's crazy. I feel like you've got so many more stories we could talk <laughs> about, but unfortunately <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> keep you up too much longer. Um, I, for anybody that's out there backpacking or thinking about doing this after this conversation, what are some tips you would give them? Maybe some like essentials you think that they would need for this type of living or anything like that. Um, I thought a lot about like we, anytime we watch alone, we've watched like all the seasons. We're obsessed with that show. We're always like, ah, oh, how are you, how would we do this if we were in that position? Um, I think if I had to pick like three items to bring like, anywhere you know to just have um the first thing would be a knife the second thing would be a fire starter like a flint stick of some kind and the third would be um like a shelter uh, like a tarp just to keep yourself dry from all sorts of weather um fire is important because you can cook with it you can stay warm with it um and a knife because you need to hunt and you need to be able to you know like deal with the animals um it can also serve as like self-protection and if you have a flint stick that's how you start your fires um so those are really the only three things you need and water is important there are ways to get like clean water though boil um, your pee it's i saw bear, i saw bear grills do it <laughs> no shot like if you really had to i'm just saying yeah like a, that's a solid good like three right there like yeah, i wouldn't have thought I mean, about that to be honest but like it makes sense it's like the necessity like it's like the the primary colors you know what i mean like it start off with this and you can make all the other stuff like dope. Flint, tarp yeah those would be the three and how do you guys like provide the funds while you're like out living like are you still working or are you just like really just roughing it like you quit your job you're just living off of like well how do you even like buy the food and stuff do you do like jobs like what do you do yeah, yeah. Um, so we're, we're working or we're trying to work remotely. We actually both quit our jobs when we moved. Um, so now we're starting to look for jobs again. And our main requirement is that the job is remote and we're lucky, we're lucky because our jobs allow us to be remote. Um, I work in data and he works in basically data, but for biology. Okay. Um, so we're both like very in good positions to be able to work remote. That's awesome. Damn. 
Interviewing's been tough though, like on the road. They're yeah. like, "Why is a beautiful mountainscape <laughs> landscape in your background?" Just like, can you turn off the, you know, like, yeah, the can you turn off the background? Um, no, no, this is my background. Outside. Like, we outside. This is real. That's dope. Yeah. That's cool. Any uh, any final words, guys, for outdoor Asian I, backpacking girl? I just need to start living, man. That's all. That's thank you for coming on the show and opening how dead inside i am not playing with you <laughs> i'm just messing <laughs> no honestly definitely like um yeah i appreciate you this a lot of new stuff that i heard and damn i gotta start traveling more that's really what it comes down mm-hmm. to <laughs> you could still travel in lux in lux know? like in luxury ah you know? yeah. like you'll still experience things yeah. baby you steps know? you know yeah, yeah. Try out camping there. Nah, but I'm trying to like almost die so I can get the high that y'all have. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you gotta hang out with me. <laughs> hey, we ju- we really just gotta go camping and go hiking, and then we'll f- it'll probably happen. Chill with Ricky. Yeah, just chill. <laughs> it'll with happen. Me. Just chill visit Henry Co. again. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll do Henry Co. And uh huh. Oh, uh, I just want to say that I admire the lifestyle that you're choosing because it like pushes you to your limits and it really gets you. To know and understand who you are as a person, and yeah, now more power to you. Salute, yeah. salute. And you can find her at Instagram at outdoor abg. Again, that's outdoor abg Asian backpacking girl. Thank you, Sherry. Um, and we're gonna finish this off with some wise words. <laughs> before to do that though like we should see is there anything that you want to plug for like the viewers or anything that you got like that you wanted to plug or did we already do that did you want to plug anything else um, maybe your personal maybe dean yeah <laughs> dean's handbook to survival dean, yeah did he write a book <laughs> oh my God. does he sell a survival kit because honestly i'm buying that shit like what's Facts. up honestly he should definitely work toward it uh, we've been thinking about a lot of things that we want to do on the side uh maybe tbd maybe like an update later okay um, you gotta come back i mean i would love if I don't know where you're going next, but if you want to come through and talk about your adventures later on, like you always are welcome. Yeah, maybe I can bring dad. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, D.A.D. Down ass Dean. Down ass Dean. Yeah, but at this time, no, I I just have Outdoor ABG on Instagram. Um, It'd be nice if we got sponsors, but like it's more so a momentum for us. Yeah. Um, And I will get around to YouTube eventually. (laughs) Hey, honestly, more content out there, like. It, it wouldn't take long for you to get a sponsor for sure. If anyone's out there listening, got the plug. Ford, hit hello, right. Ford. Ford F two fifty. Make right. it make it a F three fifty. She out here, bro. Promotions. I think that would really go big because a lot of people people like to watch people do things that they wish they can do, and I mean people are watching other people play video games. I couldn't even imagine watching. Like if you're doing like your thing on like that, people like right now want to go watch people cook outside. So yeah, yeah you. More we power. just cook on the side of the street. <laughs> you should have recorded that whole like Henry Co bike experience, like just like yeah, like that's like an extreme bike ride right there. I've seen oh stuff like that before. I'm just like, sheesh. My heart's already racing yeah. about it. <laughs> right on. My bad, Ricky. I didn't mean to cut you off with the wise words intro, but no worries. Perfect. Uh, Gucci. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get into some wise words. You want me to start it off? All right, cool. So after listening to Sherry and all her adventures, it really just motivated me to just go out, man. Like, I really feel like I need a trip after this, honestly. 
something outdoors, something just, you know, me and nature, because today only happens once. Let's make it amazing. All right. Oh, my bad. Thank you for that. Go ahead, Simon. Uh, I mean, I don't got like no quote or nothing for today, but hey, I'm just going to say this. Travel more, just not on the court. Oh. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Bars. Anthony. Sherry? Oh. I didn't know I had to have. Ricky, Ricky. Ricky. I told her. I told you her did? about it. I said, we usually like to end on some wise words. Oh, so, shit. you know okay. what I'm saying? Um. You can freestyle. Have it come from the heart. Don't even trip. Yeah. I I think like a lot of people get really tripped up on like, I have to have this. I have to have that before I can do this. Um, And it really applies to everything, not just like feeling alive. Um, I I think the best thing to do is always to just start. Um, Just get yourself out there. Even if it's not perfect, you have time to figure it out. And you're already a step ahead of people who are not starting. Yeah. That's facts. She should have said, you got to almost die to feel alive, <laughs> god damn it. That's a bar. That's a bar. Well, thank you for that. And last but not least, I just want to leave everybody off with this. The best view comes after the hardest climb. And with that, tune in again next week. Shout out to our guest uh, because we are out. Thank you. Follow her at Outdoor ABG. Follow us at We The Basement. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We out. <laughs> Sherry, oh my God. Sherry, what the hell? Hey there. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Down in the Basement Podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. And uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at We The Basement interact with us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until then, see you next week.